you ever hoped that things would get better? Dreamed of a bright future or looked for a better outcome? You believe in God, but you can't see him. Well, he's there, and all we need to do is look for the sunrise. God offers us new beginnings and new birth, the opportunity to lay down our past failures. That's what this podcast is all about, the coming of light. It's about seeing the sunrise and seeing a chance for change, for a bright future, and about seeing the sun, the S-O-N, rise. It is an open door to the hidden soul where hope, help, and healing resides. Welcome to episode 15 of See the Sunrise. Every week, I like to bring to you practical things that you can relate to your own lives, things that you can grow from and learn from. And I try and parallel it with the devotions that I write Monday through Thursday. This week, I've been talking about comfort. Who doesn't want to be comfortable? Years ago, I remember working for a company that I would say gets an A when it comes to making its employees comfortable. They really cared about us, not just in doing the day-to-day job, but they cared about our ongoing growth. I remember distinctly one of the vice presidents talking to me about continuing my education and being prepared for what the future held. I found that odd, in fact, that someone of higher management would consider someone who just does her day-to-day work, even though it was a supervisory role, that he would take time to sit down and talk with me. That was comforting. It made me feel like I was wanted and needed. He talked about and spoke of technology that would be so advanced that you'd have to change devices every six months in order to keep up. He was talking to me to comfort me, but also to prepare me for what was coming. Now, that's some kind of manager. Showing that he cared was one of the ways of helping me experience comfort. But he wasn't the only one in the organization that had that mindset. It was pretty much the foundation and the tapestry of that organization that they cared about their people. And they felt that if they cared about their people, their people would work harder and do a good job. And I'd like to think that that's the way I felt. But they also would do other things to uh, help promote me, to help me gain that comfort in my position. They would send me to various trainings around the United States and spend lots of money for that training. And they'd exposed me to people in places I had never even thought or dreamed of. Additionally, they were always having some kind of celebration. It was nice to come into the office and not know what to expect. Um, Working with sales managers and um, uh, district group managers, they're always trying to entice and support their people and they would often bring in different things to make us feel good and often giving us gifts. And there was always free coffee and teas and delicacies like donuts and pastries and cookouts. It was an amazing place and it was a place that I said that if they ever called me back, I'd probably jump the chance. Well, my life has changed since then and my comfort is not in jobs or things like that. God has called me to a different place of comfort, a comfort, of, a place of comfort and peace, a place that can only be experienced by living a life in Christ. You know, things have changed, and that environment that I sat in for all those years doesn't exist anymore, at least in that form. In fact, the workplace has experienced significant change. People are working from homes, so what could get more comfortable than that? If you've talked with any of the mothers that are working from home, I recently saw a meme where the mother had taped the children to the ground so she could get her work done. 
you know, if you're at home and there are others there with you, chances are you aren't getting a lot of calm, happy moments. If anything, you're probably frustrated, ready to pull your hair out and saying, when are we going to get back to normal? You're probably juggling family needs and household needs and doing work that and not able to do the work that you're being paid to do. In fact, you're probably working longer because you find yourself doing things um, outside of what your job that compensates you, but you're doing things that um, help you function and help give you a sense of peace and calm so you can get your job done and so then you end up working longer hours. Life presents us with so many unknowns, it's hard to make oneself comfortable. You may be tired of hearing it, but if we knew what this year would hold, we would have found more ways and probably better ways, I would say, to find a sense of happiness. However, there is something about going through hard times that you learn to appreciate when things are calm, when you are comfortable, when things are quiet. And hopefully, we're beginning to find comfort in a new normal. For me, lighting a fire and sitting reading a book or drinking a hot cup of coffee. Those things are comforting to me. Some would say going to the beach and sitting under the, the, the beach uh, umbrella and drinking their favorite drink and thinking about nothing. I know that's my husband's favorite thing to do. And in fact, he's comfortable just doing nothing when he's there, just hearing the waves, just the thought of it. Some think of uh, getting a massage or something like that that helps them feel calm and a sense of peace and happy. But there are times when comfort is found through other things as well, and it isn't necessarily those things that we see and that we purchase or that we think bring us happiness. Sometimes comfort can be find, found in a kind word, a word of encouragement, just sitting quietly with a friend. Or how about comforting others? One of the privileges I've had in ministry is the ability to speak into the lives of people that are going through difficult times. And when they come in, initially, they are frustrated. Um, they find themselves in a place where they're stressed. They're often uneasy about what's going on in their life. They're looking for someone to speak to their concerns and um, I remember a couple specifically that had come in and they were just up in arms and one would not listen to the other. But the comfort came when, you know, having that person there that would say, OK, time out and really taking a moment to hear the other person and really understand what was going on. And in that communication, compassion and comfort were established. I'm not going to say they ended up happy, but at least they were in a place where their their hearts weren't seized and their minds were put, put at ease. We all have a need for comfort and we all long for contentment. As we settle our bodies and minds down and forget about the cares of the day, that's our way of bringing comfort. Some people have those infusers in their rooms just to have those smells that remind you to calm down. Now, there are all kinds of comforts and basic comforts include things like warmth and shelter, being able to have a home to go to or having food to eat. And then there's the comfort of others, relational. Uh, think of the absence of touch right now. You know, it's something when someone is hurting and you could just embrace them and hold them in your arms and they just feel comforted or the arms of a loving mother 
who knows their child is struggling or suffering and when they they feel the arms of their mother around them they just they just melt and they feel this sense of oh it's all gonna be okay well we can have that kind of comfort even though we may not have those individuals that provide it or that person that's willing to give it or even in this environment where we really aren't told to touch each other we can still express sympathy and love and that provides social comfort you know sometimes we don't pick up the phone to call someone and and say you were on my mind and want to see how you were doing comfort helps people to be happier and when people are happy they tend to work hard and they tend to do things or have a positive impact on on people and the workplace when we create a comfortable space there are tough things that can be dealt with or easier to get through now we know that our Father, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, He gives us comfort. In 2 Corinthians we read, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. When someone is struggling, I remember someone I worked with at one time and there was a tragedy in the family and, and they were just so stressed and I was called upon to speak to them and to talk to them about the tragedy they'd experienced. And even though the tragedy could not be undone, they felt a sense of comfort because someone was there speaking to them, talking to them, listening to them and letting them cry. You know, there are many reasons for us to praise God and not the least of those is the comfort and mercy that he gives us. How is it, how be it, that a loving God, a loving Father would allow us to come before him and bring our concerns, but he allows that and we can go before him bravely um, with all of our concerns and we can go with confidence knowing that God cares for us and that he wants to comfort us. Um, when he uh, spoke in John, he said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. That is often spoken at funerals, but I think it could be spoken in our lives. When you think about it, when God says, let not your heart be troubled, believe in God, believe also in me, what he's saying is, I got you. I know what you're experiencing and I understand that life is hard sometimes, but I'll be there for you. I will never leave you. For nor will he forsake us. Every now and then, everyone will need encouragement. Everyone's going to need a word that will bring peace and comfort. And no greater place can that be found than in the word of God and the presence and the spirit of God and the spirit of God. You know, the next time you find yourself downhearted, you know, or you're feeling overwhelmed, remember his word. He says, it is written, I haven't seen nor ear heard neither have it entered into the heart of man the things which God prepared for them that love him. If you love him, you can know that God is right there with, with you, promising you, a, uh, giving you a promise of comfort and a promise of his presence. You know, when, when our hearts are, our heart, the cares of our heart are many, we should know, as the psalmist says, that his consolations is what cheers our soul. So, what brings you comfort? A warm blanket? A gentle hug? Maybe it is that nice cup of coffee. A mug of hot cocoa? Is it sitting by the fire? How about listening to your favorite song? 
or that soft, cushy chair or warm bed, a good book. How about your favorite hobby? A long, enduring hug? Or who could pass up and at all that good old plate of soul food? All of them re represent some level of comfort, but none of them, none of them will ever compare to the comfort of knowing a loving God who gave us his life so that we could have life. May we find comfort in his words. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. May you be comforted today and never forget you serve a God who loves you, who will comfort you and bring peace to your life and to your life situations. Be blessed.